you drive past and you're like, what the fuck is that? Because it's like all these like buildings. And it turns out it was a former insane asylum. But then the this random like Chinese banker bought it to scam the Catholic industry. And then they found out about that. And then they shut the university down. And it's just like along the way. That's some tea. Hey everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows? Maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it, because here we go. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the pod. How, How are we? How are we? I will say some things about me. So... Unfortunately, this is the last episode of the podcast. Yes, I know there hasn't been many, 19, 20 of them, and I have enjoyed doing this so much, this start in the middle of the pandemic and getting to hear everybody's stories and becoming closer with the people that I've interviewed. I have loved it. I have appreciated everybody listening and sharing, but there comes a time when you know, sometimes you just get over something, which sounds awful. It's not that I'm not over this, but I have two other podcasts that I'm working on, actually. And I am going to be diving more into those, especially the one that Sean and I, my best friend Sean and I, have put together, The Lion, Witch, the podcast. It, we are making it a fucking thing. We are making it into a business. And that's going to take a lot of time and effort putting into that. On top of, I am going to be on a second podcast. It's a real estate podcast. It's called the 805 Life Podcast, and it's all about real estate, and I'm working on that. And like I said, I love It's Not Me, It's COVID. It has been a wonderful ride, and I appreciate every single one of you that have supported me, but you know, the time has come. And no hard feelings. Who knows? Maybe I'll pick this back up again. But right now, this is going to be the last episode of, let's just call it season one. Let's just call it season one. And who knows what's going to go from here, you know? This episode, I have on Ellington Berg, wonderful man, fabulous. We talk about his relationship Um, with his boyfriend and their cute little puppy, how life has been like during COVID for them, what they had to do. We talk about before Ellington meeting his boyfriend and it's really great. He is an awesome person. He is, I mean, there's so, there's, what else is there to say about him? So let's do it. Cute in the snow, like her little Oh my God. And she loves it. Good as she should. Like she looks so cute yeah. in her vest, and I'm like, can we? Can this just be like a photo shoot? Like, can this be on like? Yeah, I need somewhere? more expensive cameras for her. It's definitely a disservice. Absolutely. No, I totally uh-huh. agree. Should um, I start recording? <laughs> yup. <laughs> okay. Are you recording? <laughs> I am. Rec- I like triple. I triple checked. <laughs> oh my Round- god. 
to everyone that doesn't know. So me and Elle, we did this two weeks ago and my stupid self, it just didn't record. It didn't record and it happens. It happens. I'm re- I have to re-record that for my pod like next week. And like, at least the good thing about re-recording for this. Hi, I'm Ellie, too, by the way. Yes, is, <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. The good thing about re-recording for this is like, it's it's like a conversation, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't even remember what I said. I like, ago. I vaguely remember. I was like, you know what? No, this is gonna be like great all over again. This is so easy. It's like, easy. <laughs> Like we're for just my gonna... pod that we have to re-record, I have to like think of new jokes to say about this like episode we've already watched. So um, we'll see how that goes. It's okay. It's gonna be Our great. guest is a Leo. We'll chitty chat. Yes, that's ex- that's like that's uh-huh. us. That's exactly it. Yeah, chitty chat. World round two, Ellington. Thank you for being on the pod once again. It's always a pleasure. Like, I love like, we get to see customers. we get to see each other again. Or? Yeah, okay. second time. So it's great. Yeah. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, all of that good shit. Oh dear. What? Um, well, my name is Ellington Berg. I'm six one. I'm yes. from Michigan. I live in Park Slope. I'm gay. I love that um, you said that all the same way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I they're all on the same level. You know what I mean? I I don't rank those in any different categories as, as far as my identity is concerned. Am I, okay. There are other uh, aspects of my personality that I'm not willing to broadcast as loudly, you know. Yes, absolutely. Like, what did, um, did you have this? No, you didn't have the stash. When did you get no, when did the stash happen? I think it was like two weeks ago. I think I posted, this is a stash announcement. No, no, I, no. Yeah. I posted something that was like a quote from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And then I was like, this is a stash announcement. So it was like two weeks ago. Are you watching? Do you watch? I don't watch Salt Lake City. I'm so bad. Oh, I watch. I know. I know. I haven't watched in so long. I watch, obviously, New York. Obviously. I watch mm-hmm. Orange County. And Beverly Hills will always it's have the, a place. It's the gold my... standard. It's, like... I mean, and that's you. Like, I'm, like, when I watch, I'm like, I imagine this is Courtney's day today. I wish. If I could be Lisa Vanderpump one day. Uh gold swans like to have sw- swans two swans you have pink everywhere like the amount of dogs that she has i'm like well, i i want it's ridiculous that. it's ridiculous it's cartoonish and we love her for it but we mm-hmm. love her for it yeah exactly um no i need to watch salt lake city i haven't i haven't even watched it yet it's so great there's a cult leader i'm really i've been really into cults recently <laughs> oh yeah it's fun it's good reading you know we love that we love that okay so we met holy they we knew each other during like we knew (laughs) i know i know (laughs) i forgot that this isn't just like a conversation no exactly i know no so we knew each other um in high school because that's when you and lily met when you did impulse together yeah in 2011 yeah 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 and obviously I knew of you and then I people feel talk like, about me. I can't control it. I know, but it's true because look, like, look at you, you're six mm-hmm. one, which like, I wish that I had. You got to broadcast that. You Wait, is your be- boyfriend not six one? No. Uh, I could take him to fight. I'm kidding. <laughs> he is, he's five. Oh fuck. I don't even know. I think he's five, eight, five, nine, but that's tall for me because oh. I'm five two. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that. So mm-hmm. no, you could, you could probably kick his ass like anytime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grazie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we officially met your senior year of college. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 We did. You went out to dinner with my parents and Lily. Yeah. When you went to come see me and in Into the Woods. And then we, that As night, the witch in Into the Woods. As the witch. That's, is that on your resume still? What is, is even anything? on my resume? I know. I'm, I, like the, with every day that I got closer to like taking off university credits from my resume, I was like, I'm making it. This is the sign. <laughs> I feel like maybe I, I, no, I feel like I took that off. Cause like what, 21 play, like, no, like you can't. You can't do that. But I think I did. I don't even know. I haven't looked at my resume probably in a fucking year. That, that, that's, it's February 2021. So yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. Wow. It's almost been a year since. No, all of the, like, your Facebook memories have just been, like, so mean to me. Because it's like, oh, I live my life, like, normally for the beginning of this year. And, like, like oh, that was the last time I did my, my live show. Oh, Oh, that was when I thought I had Crohn's disease. Oh no, you know what I mean? Wait, you thought you had Crohn's? I still think I have something. I just Uh, have been too lazy to get the, do the follow-up. You know how I have to do a follow-up? Yeah. Well, the, 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 this is so gross. The stool test is expensive. Like, no, no, I agree. Can I just walk in and they tell me like, eat more yogurt. You know what I mean? Like, why do I have to pay someone $300 to literally look at my shit? No, I know. Crohn's is, Crohn's is intense. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with my stomach, but they said, one, birth control fucked me up so bad, which is why, like, my gut and my liver needs a detox. I've been on so many the past how many years, and the past couple months, I literally have been crying every single day. I'm like, no, this isn't, this isn't good. Like, I need to get off of this. And, like, on top of that- my kidney stones fucked me up too. So my stomach you is like- You have kidney stones? How old are you? You didn't know that? You don't text me and say, <laughs> hey, Ellington, and I have kid. I wouldn't want you to. Did I you feel post like- about this on social media? No, I feel like we would have talked oh, well, about this. like a opportunity. But in conversation. I can't tell you this has ever happened. Really? Oh, well, yes, I have kidney stones. I've been prone to them for the past like six years. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Is that from all the sinning? I don't really know what, like mm-hmm. how, I think because in college, obviously you eat like shit and junior year was like really bad. And then all of a sudden I thought that I was just having a gas pocket because you know how that feels like it's right, like on the side. And oh, yeah. it's, I thought it was like, oh, it's just gas. Like I'll take a gas X. Like it's totally fine. And then two hours later I wake up and I can't walk. And my friend literally has to carry me down to my like down the apartment it was really bad but yeah we're fine did you have you passed a kidney stone ever oh yeah every time like a hot potato wait yeah oh you, are you like <laughs> are you like on like a consistent like renewable energy source with kidney stones sure yeah like you just re- you recycle you yeah. you always recreate yeah wow. i always yeah i know it's pretty crystal uh crystals it why do I think of Chris? Oh, because kidney stones. It's oh, like you're crystals. having, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, my body, right. My body's making crystals. That's why I'm for sure a witch. Like, absolutely. Oh my God. Have you ever held one of your kidney stones? No, but I peed one out. I saw it in <gasps> the, the urine sample. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I just blew out the mic. The, my monitor literally just yelled at me for that one. <laughs> because Yeah, it was really, it was ridiculous. It was like the 12 hours of pain. And it's so funny because I started getting the pain in the middle of um monitoring and i was like oh god 
fuck. And like, they don't let you do anything. No. You can't so, have no life. No, no. So I was in pain. It was really bad. There's 12 hours. And then I took a ton of meds and then I woke up and I had to pee. And my girlfriend was with me because she didn't want me to be alone. And I was like, Marley, we have to go. And we went to the ER and then I peed it out and I saw it. It was like, it was big. It was like, it was oh big. Gosh. And then my pain was gone. I'm like, here you go. <laughs> Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> with my pee sample. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was good. Well, time. no, like the kidney stone is like in the <gasps> ring. Oh. That's what, that's the joke. I was oh. doing. They're funnier if you explain them. That no, that was good. That's good. That that yeah. should I write that down? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like has anyone ever done that? Has anyone ever put their kidney stone in their engagement ring? I really uh, unrelated, <laughs> but kind of. There's this girl I worked with on a national tour, and I hate her. And I would like, I just would laugh. I me and my other friend on the tour, we would make fun of her and everything she would say, because mm-hmm. um, she was a horrible person. Like it's really justified if they're a bad person. Right. And um, she was talking about she was married. She was talking about how her wedding ring was starting to like stain her. Oh. You know how the rings rings be like that. You know, yeah, like green. That, yeah. Well, you know where this is going, but yeah. Um, we go, we go. We're like, oh well, you can probably talk to the jeweler about that. You know, like. That, that's how jewelry works you know and she was like oh but we got our wedding rings from amazon <laughs> yes i i i collapsed i would rather get a kidney stone engagement ring than an amazon <laughs> prime <laughs> will you marry me could you imagine could you no imagine? no the, nerve, the cheek the gall the gumption and the audacity the Ugh fucking audacity i mean if they wanted to do that good for them whatever but that's why no, her, her we don't like fucking- her no we, that's wow that will never happen ever no no, no. it's like also like there, there are ethical ways to get first of all shopping from amazon isn't ethical and if you want to get your jewelry source ethically no. you can do that mm-hmm. and it's not that expensive atomic no. gold in brooklyn trans owned I, I i shout that out to anyone who's Love looking it. for matrimony Amazing. Yeah. We love that. Speaking of matrimony, well, I mean, you're not, but let's talk about, I know we're doing a dating podcast. We're not just shooting the shit, but like, let's talk about your life before meeting your wonderful boyfriend. How was dating like for you? I definitely didn't feel like a stud or anything like that. I was not like, "Mm -hmm, let me play the ranks, you know, but Mm -hmm. I like, um, in college it was fun, you know, and especially like, in college theater departments, it's really easy to to get laid. There's no self confidence in it, but hmm. um, it's really easy just to find someone who's as insecure as you, and um, call a night, as they say. <laughs> so interesting. That's good for that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you not um, relate? I mean, well, I mean, you know that. I mean, you saw that situation, but I guess yeah. um, honestly, in our department. What am I saying? No, everyone was dating everyone. Everyone when the year I left, the years after that, everybody was hooking up with everybody. It was like a huge fucking orgy for like two, three years. Oh. But when we were there, it was more of relationships, which is cool, but super interesting. Any sort of like theater program has the same. So, well, I, you know what? I'm gonna be a nihilist here and just say high school never ends, and that's sort of how it shakes out across the universe. <laughs> I agree. No, I do agree with you for that. I feel like maybe just my experience was a little different because this BA mm-hmm. program, like everyone, especially in the shows, not everybody was 
had was theater. It was from, from all different. Oh, wow. <laughs> you had chem majors and bio majors and marketing. Like they all came to do the show. So I feel like it oh, was just so a, great. It was cool because we didn't just talk about theater 24 seven, which like I'm not a huge person. Like you, if theater is your life, absolutely respect <laughs> that. Love that. <laughs> That's what what? Said. Did I just say I'm not a huge person? You said, I'm not a huge person, but I mean, I mean, I you're am only five two. I'm only yeah, five yeah. two. Yeah, but yeah. I oh god, I totally forgot what I was saying. But I I think just my experience was very different than mm. who I don't know other BA or BFA programs really that well. So oh, and and better for it. Ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is um, bliss. Yeah, so I was I was doing my thing. I definitely like uh, what was cool about our school is like we also had like this huge choir school down the street. Mm-hmm, Those are like mm-hmm. this classical music school, and like there are gay people there. They're just like weirder and like more prone to um, serial killer vibes. But like if I was ever like if my sink was ever dry, if the well ever run dry, you know, I you could know go, where to go. Yeah, I could frack down in Princeton, as they say. Serial killer vibe. Like, explain. I'm you so know, curious. Well, you know what I'm talking about. You meet these people and you think they're normal people because they sing and you're like, there, okay, we sing. I get it. And then they're just like incredibly weird in some way. And yes. you're like, I wasn't, you, you know what a voice performance major is like. You're, They're like, oh yeah, I'm just as fun as you, but also I'm so passionate about Star Wars. And you're like, whoa, let's not do that. I just love that you said serial killer. I think because I'm just so into serial, like we watched um, the Ted Bundy documentary on H, is it mm-hmm. I mean, Amazon or HBO? And like, I fucking love that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, can't, I can't say I'm as much of a true crime person unless it's like a big financial um, yes. fun thing, you yes. know? Yes. No, of I course, don't. hard sore for uh, JonBenet Ramsey and all that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So back to, so you were having fun doing your mm-hmm. thing. When did yeah. You- and th- I, I remember I got scabies and that was sort of a tor- turning point for me. Yes. Because I was like, oh, I got an STD. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. So like, like fundamentally it was sort of just like, oh, I guess I can't trust people in this way that I had been trusting people. So it was like around that time that I like decided like take a break, yes, but also more importantly, just be like, well, I I have a lot of other things to focus about. Like this really, I'm not gonna meet the love of my life in college. LOL. <laughs> I was about to say not yet. Yeah, but at the time, and um, I was like, okay, this is fine. I um can masturbate because that's literally so fun um, yes yes absolutely. it's a six-hour excursion in my but i don't know about you oh i love that i know one this is like easy like 10 yeah, minutes it's like a lord of the rings film yeah well i mean if you're in a pinch, in if a pinch you're... <laughs> this isn't a visual medium so we can get away with that mm, um oh god i think like you were saying back, like talking about the STDs and SA, you're so right that you can't trust anybody, even though you think they could be clean. Like I remember when I mm-hmm. got chlamydia and I really didn't know much about chlamydia because yeah. I just didn't. And- All I know is that it was, it's a thing that um, people in British things from the 1800s get, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you, I didn't know that you could get it orally. Like that's a thing. And I remember when I had to told, tell the guy that I was seeing, like we stopped talking and three months later I found out, I was like, hey, just letting you know, like 
you gave this to me. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, I didn't. Like, you probably gave it to me. Like, I have to go to city, like city MD now. Like, are you sure we were protected? I'm like, dude, you were the only person I was with that year. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be fucking <laughs> dumb like, boys. dumb boy. And he was the one that was cheating on me too. And I was like, oh, we don't, we just, you can't trust anyone. Oh my God. And this was in New York city. Yeah. I am glad I have not had to date in New York city. This I it's will say. Awful. Everyone says that. Yes. I think because either they're so work-driven, which is great, like do your thing, but they also just don't give a fuck, which is very New York, but at the same time, people are just so interchangeable and dime a dozen in New York. You know what I mean? So there's definitely that. Like it's like, oh no, I've got just have to choose like it's plenty of fish. Plenty of fish, you know. Mm -hmm. And they don't want yeah, and they don't want to be in relationships. They don't like, they want to have fun. Like maybe have somebody casual, but like going out to the bars, like the guys, they didn't come up to you. They just were with their dudes, like having fun and like doing their thing. But uh, yeah, dating in New York. You're triggered. Yeah. Cause it was fucking awful. Not just for me, but I know so many like people that they hated dating in New York and uh, thank God you never had to deal with that ever. Thank you, ma'am. So yeah. Please, I want I want to hear the story again because I love it. So, <laughs> oh well, I uh, we did we so obviously I'd known him like yep. the whole time because we went to the same school together and like we're we both musical theater majors, but then we were both cast in the same show our senior year, um, and that's when I like really got to know him and he was really cute and that was really great and I was I wanted but specifically I wanted to wait until after the show was over to ask him out because we don't want showmances showmances it's like am i infatuated with this person because i am attracted to them or right. like legit want to see something or is it because i'm literally seeing them every day of my week you know right you don't know the difference it's hard it's hard to tell it's so silly um and it's easy to get wrapped up in that superficiality so i waited and then um asked him out for like a homework night like a study night um mm. and I I and I had only recently learned I was the only one actually doing homework which is very flattering because <laughs> it's good for the brand image you know he yes yes, yes I am is. so smart and you are um, smart you're very smart you are yeah <laughs> wait I mean I oh god I failed geometry twice <gasps> geometry is so fun it's like art are you for real yes I hate geometry. Shapes are so. great. Have you never seen suprematist artwork, Malevich? Am I just rattling it? Maybe no. I, <laughs> I just, I hate, I hate geometry. I think because one, it was really hard for me to even like cut a straight, like cut a circle or cut a straight line for the longest time. Maybe that's like a lefty problem, but not really. Like probably mm. other lefties are better at cutting mm-hmm. and like drawing a straight line than I did. But no, I fucking hate geometry. So that you are smart because you love geometry. <laughs> That's all there is um, to intelligence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did homework and it was basically off to the races from there. And we've been together for uh, four years now, about four. to be four and a half, which is exciting. Oh and we are parents. I know. She is the so sweetest thing in the world. Can she get her on Instagram soon? No. Why? That is so, Courtney, <laughs> do you think it is? Do you think in 2020 there needs to be another dog Instagram? For her, yes. Courtney, you. This is me appealing. This is 
this is a come to Jesus moment. This okay. is something that old people do. Mm-hmm. Old people run Instagrams for their pets now. It used to be a thing. It was. But, and I promise you, the minute you partake in this thing, you become 35. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. It's, and I can't wait to listen to this in 10 years of being like that asshole. But it isn't, it's just like being on Facebook. It's like, this is for old people, you know? Which I don't use. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that's why my boyfriend always says no. I always ask like, hey, can we, can Philly have an Instagram? And it's like, oh, what? Good. No, like, no, why? I'm like, but, but look at his face. He's perfect. The world should see him. He's like, no, the people that follow us, like, that's all that matters. Like, and it's true. They can, she's, you know, she's the yeah, thing it's in the world. literally fine. And it's like, also the prospect of having to type like my dog sounds horrible. Yeah. It sounds hard. so sad. <laughs> no, not difficult. Any, anybody can be like, oh, I'm from human with the food time and <gasps> I got to do the chomp chomp. Anyone can do that. She's not like that though. No, she has a doctorate. It's true. Like she did when? Okay, so when did you two get her again? We began the process because we had to go through a breeder because I'm allergic to dogs. And this is the gag. Even yeah. though she looks like a short-haired dog, she is hypoallergenic. Because Which is amazing. Because um, don't really shed and they only have one coat of fur. I mean, they're Egyptian and they're, they don't bark and they just are amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So we had to go through a breeder, unfortunately, just so, because um, if, if we went through an adoption or whatever, um, there was no way of truly knowing if that dog would kill me or not. And that's why we have poodles. Cause my dad is like right. deathly allergic. And I, I totally get that. I didn't, I have never, yeah. I've never heard of her breed before until you told yeah. me last time, like such a, <laughs> <laughs> like you told me last time. It's such a, I, I just didn't even know. I didn't know that the Egyptian dog was called that. Yeah. The Basenji. So we started the process because the breeder we went through is um, a crazy woman um, who's really sweet, but like maybe believes in eugenics. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we were with the dogs and we we're like, oh, they're so sweet. Cause like the are also known for being like, like really aloof and like, like um, I'm better than you, you know, which mm-hmm. is like not untrue, but uh, the breeder was like, I'm known for having more friendly Basenjis because mm-hmm. I uh, breeded that trait um into them like I've like made it so that they just come out more friendly yeah and I was like if only you could do that with people like as a joke and she was like actually you can and I was like "Ah." (laughs) okay so you got you got the baby you got the child yeah birth gave birth like in the apartment the scars healed I mean it had to be a c-section because the tail is so curly you know she was getting caught in my my um, uterine wall so oh my god fortunately there was great medical staff on hand. I, I did the Beyonce. I rented out my entire apartment. As you should. Me. Right. No, yeah. as you should. And you Keep didn't. Keep it You have the white sheet. So I know that you didn't. Not on the bed. Oh, yeah. No. No. Can't do that. On a tarp. <laughs> on a tarp. Yeah, exactly. With and- Enya playing. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so then the virus. Then Corona, we started learning about Mm -hmm. what is going on, the shutdown. What was that like for the three of you? It was great at first because it's just like we had, okay, so I didn't ever finish the the century story, but essentially we had to do like three months of like pre-production essentially to like prove why we were going to be great Basenji parents. And then by the time, it took forever. It was, we had to go to Connecticut like twice just to like visit. It was wild. And then 
that all played out timeline-wise um, so that we were able to pick rhubarb up um, March 7th, 2020. Uh, wow, yeah. literally <laughs> like, a week before. <laughs> exactly. So it was really fun because we had just gotten a puppy like immediately at the same time that we were like worried about not being able to spend time with this puppy like in her formative month, you know? Yeah. So it was great. We were like popping beers at two being like snow day, you know? Mm -hmm. And then um, I got let go from my job within like the first week of it, which I saw coming and I was really nice about it because reputation is important. Yes. Um, And I was like, please let me go. I'm the, I'm technically the receptionist. Like you don't need me, right. you know, it just made right. sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then that was pretty scary, but what was really great is my boyfriend's parents live full time in Seattle, but they own an apartment in Denver. So they were like, we, it was like getting really bad. There was a truck like a block and a half down the street from us, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause there's a really big hospital in Park Slope. So oh, wow. it was just like, you know, also like not to, also, but like not to shit on Park Slope, like the, it's too good of an, like we, ha- we no, it is. always it's a great have like infection rates pretty good down, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, they were just like usual live in Denver. So we like got to Denver in April and thought we we're going to be done in June. <laughs> of course. Like we all did. Yeah. Yeah. So then we had a great time in Denver, got back to the city in October and have been living it in the city and this beautiful snow day and yeah wow does that answer the question yeah but what was um living in Denver like because it's so different than like what were the people like what was dealing with quarantining was it that bad it really wasn't bad at all just because there's it's almost like great because like we're in Denver and we don't know anyone and there's no pressure to hang out with your friends at Mm -hmm. all because right. we don't have any friends and you shouldn't be going out meeting people. You still shouldn't be going out meeting people, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it was like, it was perfectly fine. Like, and there's so much to do there. And like, we did a two week, a week road trip to California. We road trip to like Arizona twice. Yeah. I mean, Denver was great for that. Um, it definitely like, it's also really lucky. I think, I mean, I don't know if how much you'll agree with this, but like, there's always that conversation about like, when's it time to leave New York? And like, um, Joan Didion, you know, goodbye to all that. Like writer, like artists in the city finding their time in city being over, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, also a lot of people were like, fuck New York, I can live in Atlanta, Georgia for a Buffalo nickel and get twice the space. And it's like, yeah, Georgia. But um, no, actually I love Georgia. I walked that back. What's a shitty state? Um, Arkansas, I, I don't have any- Arkansas, Arkansas, Mississippi. Mm. Ole Miss. Yeah. 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 They just need to pay their teachers more. I'm done. (laughs) No, no, I agree. I think it was so, I know personally, it was so hard for me to leave New York. I just, I felt Mm -hmm. being back in California was the right step for me. Just Mm -hmm. like career wise, I, I, who knows when theater will be coming back. And I personally feel like LA has more space to be able to do so many different things in the entertainment industry. Cause like New York yeah. is like the huge thing is theater. Yes, there's comedy, which is amazing because you got to do so many awesome shows and I would go because obviously who do- also doesn't want to be around puppies. Cause like, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I feel like New York is that, that is it versus in LA. Like you have you have film, you have a little bit of theater, don't really know like yeah, much. Say, do but... we have theater in 
There are no, I there saw a are bad production of Crucible there once. <laughs> well, I mean, there are good, there are good small theaters here. I'm pretty sure because Lily's been in like a bunch. <laughs> I'm of pretty shows. sure. I'm pretty sure, but I felt like okay, I should be back home. Like I haven't lived at home in like eight years. I'll be with my family. I'll see what else happens and go from there. And New York will always be there. But yeah, it just was a, it was just, it was time. It was time to come back and just see what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's great. You know, I mean, the thing about life, he knows so much and he's only 26. But like the thing is, I think the thing about life is just hopefully changing is inevitable. Hopefully you're able to um, take on change in a way that is healthy, you know, mm -hmm. and that you can be receptive to. But what is interesting is like, we got to have that moment where it's like, we're leaving New York, you know, and like having this life that's not New York in our adult lives and real and realizing like through the course of that, like that, oh, it really does make the only make sense for us to live in New York right now. Mm -hmm. You know, like Denver was great. It was so temporary and also very straight. So all these factors, it's not that straight. I don't want to sit on any gay people over there. We just didn't get to meet you. But it's but, not um, New York. It's not New York. Yeah. Yeah. And like, also all of our friends are here, you know, yeah. and also we live on a beautiful park. So exactly. How did it feel coming back to the city? Like, what was the vibe like? It was great. Well, also like all of my friends, since I'm friends with a bunch of comedians, like all of them all, all summer and we came back in October had been posting like all this great times they've been having doing outdoor shows. And I was just like, I'm ready to be back to that space and vibe. But we came back in October and honestly, perfectly fine with it. <laughs> like perfectly fine with missing out on that. Um, but yeah, it's fine. And also like there, there was at the time, well, cause cases like reached an all time low in September, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it was like around that time, everyone was sort of just like this like relief of like, yeah, we're New York. We did it. Even though, no one has done it. It's not. <laughs> we, it's, it's not and done yet, yet. Everyone thinks they've done it. You know? Right. Right. Isn't that so unsettling? Did you watch the VMAs? Which one was that one? I know I watched. Um, did Keep Demi? No, maybe. Oh, <sighs> I'm trying maybe to. Maybe Demi. May I don't remember. I know that Demi she, uh, hosted one of them. I don't remember which one. So maybe I didn't see this was hosted by Kiki Palmer okay. iconically and she said like when the pandemic hit but now it's over and I was like who said that who said that you know like it's not over yet we're still trying to get the vaccines here which has been so fucking ridiculous I hear it's been bad in LA it's well, bad everywhere there's no equity it's just awful especially in Ventura County like my my parents are trying to get the vaccine and they they're not old. My parents are going to listen to this and they are not old, but they are oh, in, so sweet. <laughs> they're in the, they, they should be getting it right now. And the doctors or the medical centers that they go to Kaiser, that is an insurance, like a California insurance. They're oh, not my, my agency works on them. I know Kaiser permanent. So. Oh, well I hate Kaiser. It was awful <laughs> having it on the East coast. Um, they don't have any vaccines. They're not giving any out, like nothing. Or I've heard that you can sign up and then they will turn you away because they're like, no, we don't, we don't have it when you get there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I've started to hate, and this is why it's such a gift that we're recording this now that more vaccine roll has happened since. Yeah. I've started to really hate seeing the most basic people I know posting the selfies of them getting it. Is this I agree. Me? I'm like- 
like, like to be fair, anyone getting vaccinated is great. Yes. We know this. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, why are you making such a show about it? You know, why is it so important for you to perform this part of your life as well? You know, mm-hmm. oh, I completely, yeah. no, I agree with you. I think every single day when I see somebody do that, like mute. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need to see that. I don't, I, I, I'm so happy. Like you said that people are getting vaccinated. Absolutely. But like, yeah, but I'm not getting vaccinated until my parents get vaccinated first. Like that's the priority. I will be okay. Knock on wood. If I ever get the virus, but I know like they're my priority. Mm-hmm. That being said, I am trying to forge a letter from one of my previous restaurants I worked at to try to get skip a line, <laughs> but I won't take a picture. Mm-hmm. No, I'm no, it's fine. It's fine. Forgery is um, fine. What did you learn about your relationship, or about yourself, or about him, or anything during this time—the oh good and God. the bad? Admittedly, I I really apologize if someone's already said this before in your podcast, but it's just like no one was legally meant to spend this much time with the same person. At all. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you, do you, you don't live with your boyfriend, do you? No, I live with my parents yeah. though. So yeah. Oh. Well, exactly that. I mean, this is just insane and monotonous and boring, but it's just like both of my, well, what's great about, or what we really were proud of with our relationship is that we are kind of really great independent people with our mm-hmm. own goals anyway. So it's really great to enter this relationship, both being on the same page about sort of our own dreams and what we want to execute, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just wild that that sort of opportunity to have that alone time and like to negotiate and share so much of like what I want to do and what, and same for him, like it goes both ways. And it's just like, like, yeah, like I was, um, it was like a Sunday and it was just some like random tiff, like got really tense. And like, we just sort of like let it boil over. And like two hours later, I just like got out of the shower and I was just like, you're weird and I'm weird, but your weird is different than my weird. And I would like your weird to be like my weird to make this less weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like those kinds of conversations are what we're having, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And but the, fact the love that, is yes. there. Yeah. The love is there. And yeah. the fact that you got your baby literally right before the pandemic, like that must be really nice to actually spend so much time with her and train her yeah. and be like, I don't, I mean, I, I, my boyfriend, he is in the film industry and he is on set all the time. And Philly, he's amazing. He is the best pity, like chunky boy, love him. And mm-hmm. I think before the pandemic, like he, or before he went back to work, he spent so much time with him, which is like amazing. Cause what dog doesn't want all that love and attention. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like he feels bad when he has to go to work and has the 15 hour days can't help that that's the film industry it's fucking wild so Mm -hmm. I bet it's been so nice to spend time with your child yeah I like to go I go into the office now every Friday just for just to like have a palate cleanse and so I can miss her you know valid I mean also your office is so gorgeous like that yeah yeah we discussed this I, I get to view the Manhattan Bridge and like oh it's so nice yeah yeah Oh, I've seen and, um, it on your Instagram. I've seen the story. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm really lucky in that I only live like five stops away from my office on the subway. So like, it's not like I have to like get on a bunch of subways and just like really amp up the amount of people I'm coming into contact with. And then when I'm there, um, there's only two other people there. So it's a really, I'm very lucky to have this setup and to have this privilege. That's so um, nice. I was yeah. going to ask like, like, 
Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. No, what are you going to ask? <laughs> I was no, going to ask. just say like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this happened last it's time too. It's just great <laughs> that I can come home from work and like, it's just like tell my boyfriend about my day. You know what I mean? Like it is such a gift to just like enact this very normal blase thing that about our lives before. Mm-hmm. But it's just so great to be like, catch him up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask, like, when you came back to New York, did you ever have, like, the fear or anxiety, like, literally, like, stepping back into the city or going on a subway or even going back into work? Because I know a lot of people uh, have. Honestly, no. I'm really weird in that I, it's not that I am not safe with COVID. It's just that, like, I don't have a fear of getting it as much as like, I have a fear for other parts about COVID. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like the actual like risk of getting it doesn't scare me as much as having it. I don't know. So I'm able to, I'm able to come, this doesn't make any sense, but like psychologically I'm able to come part to differentiate the two. So like getting on a subway isn't as scary to me as opposed to like getting hospitalized, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, it's a huge, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely a huge difference. I know even me like thinking about, okay, the way that I would like calm my anxiety down and just get away in New York is I would put my headphones in and just walk, walk anywhere, walk for hours. Like that was just my thing. And thinking about it now, I do have anxiety. Like if, if, when, or if I go back to New York and, or during this time, like I, don't think I'd be able to just walk and feel okay. Even though with my mask on and like people are being safe, I just know that I would still have the anxiety doing that. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I don't know. It doesn't, I guess like, you know what it is? Hmm. I think this will explain my point better. For me, it's more just like, it's such an overwhelmingly looming doom (laughs) Mm -hmm. in our everyday lives that not it's not necessarily that I'm desensitized to it it's just that I from my years in the service industry and handling stress in that way I'm sort of just like I know me creating stress about it isn't going to benefit me Mm -hmm. or wrap up COVID COVID's not going to hear me and be like oh well we gave him a bad day let's wrap this up you know so I think sort of just the the acceptance of defeat (laughs) and being like it is what it is is how I'm able to get through some of those anxieties personally no, and I, like that for everyone, no know. but I absolutely love that. And I know so many people that have gotten it, even recently, like the past month, I know so many people on the East Coast that have gotten it. And yeah, it's a cold. Yes, they have the fever. Yes, they have the aches, but it's gone. They're okay. Like, oh, those long lasting side effects. I know, oh, I'm, ter- I know. I'm terrified of those, baby. <laughs> I know. No, I know. Even thinking about the uh, losing your smell and your taste and you what it oh god on tiktok what was it it was like the you burn the orange and apparently it's supposed to help with that have you seen that yeah you're supposed to like burn an orange on a dystopian world we're living in i know get your health tips from tiktok honestly i hate it that i'm addicted to it so much but that's the new thing now especially like auditioning for the tiktok musicals that's how you do it oh my god i'm not a part of that i'm so happy i'm not on tiktok it, no one's funny on it. I look at puppy Every, videos. I yeah, look at stuff like that. I look at puppies. I look at uh, some I don't know, crystals. There are a lot of crystal videos that I'm like, oh, I need that crystal. Yes, thank you. Mm. I'm trying to think like other. There's stupid shit that I just love, but the musicals are good. Like the new Bridgerton musical. Did you watch Bridgerton? 
I've seen of this and no, I've, I've gotten, I mean, it has been on while I've been in the room, but to say that I had an experience in which I received information from this piece of television and engaged with it much in the way one engaged with the story would be a false positive. I couldn't tell you a thing about Bridgerton. I do not enjoy it. It's okay. I mean, the costumes are great and there are a lot of male butts in it. A lot. Mm. Which I was like, cool. That's great. Awesome. Mm. But no, it, it, it was good. It was good. I did it because everyone else was watching it. So, Right. The mu- you, you sang like songs from Bridgerton, the musical? Have I? Yeah. Is that what no. you're implying? I'm so confused. No. Oh, no. I'm just saying like the TikTok, uh, the Bridgerton musical, the music is actually really fucking good. Oh, like the two writers that yeah, it's really, really good. So it's surprisingly. Okay, good for them. I can't. Uh, they always say never, never do the work until you get the rights. But I guess that's out the window. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that's a very I have no <laughs> I have no clue. Have you two tried like any new like cute dates during COVID or like how to spice things up a little bit? Oh, well, yeah. What? Oh, well, oh my God. Everything I say makes me sound like I don't believe in the pandemic. What we have been doing is like on Fridays, we've been drinking less so that on Fridays, Drag Race Night, thank you, um, Sabbath in some cultures. Yeah, um, yes. Uh, is we go to like an outdoor bar and like get a drink, you know, just to Love feel that. like we're going on a date, you know? Yeah. And um, we only do the outdoor stuff because it's like, duh, don't go inside, guys. I know. You know? Yeah, no, I know. That's cute, though. Yeah, we do stuff like that. We cook a lot. <laughs> we bake a lot. We've been baking so much. Um, what have you been baking? We're going to bake chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> I just had a stroke. <laughs> they are going to be chocolate chip cookies. You may yeah. have heard of her, the yeah. chocolate chip cookie. Mm. But they're, like, fancy and that oatmeal's a part of it, but also heat. <sighs> toffee bars oh yes i'm excited to see how it all plays out oatmeal chocolate chip no but oatmeal chocolate chip cookies are my personal favorite they are delicious Mm. there's something about the oats that like just make it a little bit but she spices they spice her up yeah it's well my favorite chocolate chip cookie is like levain you know and i feel like that's what they do there yeah they like there's some oh there's a walnut in there you know yes there's one one walnut it's so good oh yes is there one no there's only one they're only on the they only near upper west side but we have a car so we're good yes that i hear chip is good too i don't think it's as good as levain i've never heard of her so she can't be that good she's in brooklyn (laughs) still no i said what i said no i agree i agree with you do you have any recommendations or advice for couples dealing with each other during covid life changing just any anything i think like a standard catch-all is just to like check in and be polite you know what I mean just generally Mm -hmm. strive for politeness you know Mm -hmm. it sounds weird to say that especially because you're in this relationship with this person so you're assuming that some more of the social norms that you give or graces that you grant to other people Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to do because this Mm -hmm. person's your significant other right but I think like it's in the same way the logic is like you would never say 
like when people are like, when you're like, oh, I'm so fat. It's like, well, you would never say that to somebody else. So why are you saying it to yourself? I think you should apply that to the person you're seeing. It's like, just remember, like, this is still another person. And especially because you're dating, the words can cut a little bit harder. So I think it's just generally important to just be like, okay, let's say polite. Let's say mannered. Let's be like, if we feel like you went too far, just say, I'm sorry, I went too far. You know what I'm saying? Because it's normal and just, yeah, it's not helpful. <laughs> I lo- No, it's so true. I absolutely love that. I would think I was talking, I think I was talking to Lily about this, how sometimes mm-hmm. like with family members, we treat them harsher because family, they they put it under like this pedestal that mm-hmm. we we treat they our friends. They put friend- it under a pedestal? Oh, they put it, I, what's the, what's the saying? What is it? What's the saying? On a top. I feel like top of a something's pedestal. on a pedestal, it's a top of a pedestal. But I would love to have you interior decorate sometime. This sounds wild. I would, I mean, I, I That's would love- That's a joke, Courtney. You just I know, but I'm just- Under a pedestal. I know, but I'm still saying I would love to interior design because I love interior designing. So well, any- Well, I love that for you. Anytime, thank you. But no, they, it's so true. Sometimes we do- we are harsher to our partners or family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't treat them as well as we treat our friends, but mm-hmm. they should be on the same. They should be the same wavelength. So I totally agree with you yeah. on that. Yeah, I love that. Elle, thank you mm-hmm. so much for oh, had a blast. being on this podcast yet again for round two. <laughs> Anytime. Of course. Plug yourself in where everyone can find you. All of it. Um at Ellingtonberg on the socials. And then I think for hopefully by the time this comes out, I'll have two podcasts, which you should definitely yes. check out. Decade chart with the aforementioned Lily. That's yes. going along fun. Where um, it's essentially like a 10 year reunion with everyone we went to musical theater camp with. And I love uh, it. Some people went out and did crazy things with their lives. So that's fun. You know, I can't wait to hear it. It'll be, it'll be great. I'm doing uh, this podcast called Quibituaries with Sloan uh, Freckles. Yes. Yes. And then we're watching every episode of Quibi ever. It has been wild. I can't believe they let Chrissy Teigen out of the house. (laughs) Oh, it's really fun. Did you ever watch Quibi? No. You have to listen to this pod. I want, no, I'm going to. You will not believe the money they put behind these things. (laughs) It's, and I just watch these episodes and they're seven minutes long and I get into minute three and I'm like, how is this like, so long like this feels so my eyeballs are melting you know yeah I'll, yeah I'll so it's fun check it I out anyone it. yeah and also wear a mask that's my last thing i want to promote please wear two if you can you know please yes i yes amazing love it and that is it that was the awesome episode with ellington Better go listen to his podcast. I hope you enjoyed his story. I hope you ta- you enjoyed um, hearing us, bantering. You know, I hope, like I said, I hope that you really enjoyed this podcast. I thank everybody for listening, sharing, all of that. So much love. I f- felt the fucking love. And like I said, who knows what's going to happen. So until next time on It's Not Me, It's COVID, I'll see you later.